Robbie here. The sun rose this morning, and shortly afterwards, so did I. These days, it's appropriate to take the smallest of victories and relish them. The bar is set a lot lower than it used to be, and what's worse, used to be, isn't that long ago. I'll get to Roe shortly. There's so much jabberwocky in the pipeline that a deep breath, a gallon of Drano, and a personal note or two may provide a welcome, although admittedly brief, respite before dunking your head and my head back into the overflowing barrel of a bizarre bull that's making life for many a chore to be endured rather than an experience to be cherished. Everything from calls to suicide hotlines to the number of children going hungry is increasing at a pace that we humans, with our pathetically sluggish growth in empathy, charity, education, and honesty, can't keep up with. And the hard truth, the hard truth is, those qualities aren't even in a period of decelerating growth. They're in a recession. Forget monetary policy. We need a Fed for mental health policy. Back to this past week's devolution. I'll deal with Roe today and guns tomorrow. And concerning Roe for the time being, at least, I'll make way with one major exception for the constitutional scholars, the professional politicians, the proselytizing preachers, and the pundits who will speak volumes on that decision and in all likelihood will not change a damn thing. What does concern me greatly that I haven't heard much, if anything, about is the polluting effect the Roe ruling is going to have on dating and mating in America. It will, without a shadow of a doubt, permeate the minds of young men and women who are intent on first building a healthy emotional and physical relationship, and then, when the time is right, having and raising a family together. Maybe Gorsuch isn't such a libertarian after all, because clearly he believes that not only does the government belong in the bedroom, the government belongs in the minds of the individuals in that bedroom. Now, I took the time to read what's called the syllabus, eight dense pages that comes in the official Supreme Court document and is like an executive summary before the 100-plus page opinion authored by Alito. It's pretty clear to anyone with a clear head that they started with a conclusion they wanted to reach and worked their way back, kind of like reverse engineering the ruling and turning reasoning on its head. The expression, we're screwed, comes to mind. But so do the words and the hearts of my kind and intrepid kin and my friends and their friends and their friends and their friends. Six degrees of separation replaced by six degrees of connection would be a fine place to start, attempting to turn this cruise ship from hell around. With hundreds of millions of individuals realizing they have a choice that they need not be fearful followers. To the contrary, although the every woman and the every man may need reminding, 
it is they who are the leaders. And they start by having the courage to lead themselves. This is Robbie. Speak soon. <laughs>